Hey everyone, welcome to Bordeaux Buzz Podcast, where we interview winemakers and entrepreneurs in this world-famous wine region. Go on a journey with us behind the scenes as we hear the tales of this dynamic area and the stories behind great wines, independent producers, and innovators. Now, here's your host, Jolene Unland. Today, I'm pleased to have on the podcast, Adrien David Beaulieu from saint from Chateau Coutet. Good morning, Colin. Nice to meet you again. <laughs> I really enjoyed the visit last year with my husband and with Nicole. Uh, we were we were there maybe for one or two hours. So, so yeah, could you tell me a little bit about the the history of Chateau yes, Coutet? Yes, of course. We have a special history in Chateau Coutet because of many different reasons. But the two most important reasons why my family estate, so Chateau Coutet is special, are first because we are very lucky because we are the same family located at the same place since a little bit uh, more than four centuries. So my generation, so my cousin, my sister and I, were the member of the 14th generation with the same family name. And in Saint-Emilion, in this special part of France, it's almost a miracle to be the same family after a so long time. Because in, in France, I don't know how mm -hmm. it is in, in America, but in France, we have a big uh, problem about heritage taxes. And we are very lucky to be here mm -hmm. today after a so long time. And the, the second reason why our family estate is not common is because my ancestor, and today my cousin and I, we never use chemicals, pesticides, and insecticides. And actually, it's uh, not unique, but almost. Because we can say that we follow mm -hmm. the rules of the uh, organic label uh, forever. And the most important thing is mm -hmm. our estate is located on a high point. So we never suffer from the from the pesticides from the neighborhood because we are located on a high point. And that's almost unique in France. To give you an idea, Saint-Emilion, this is something like 6-7% of organic vineyard, so something like 40 organic vineyard on 800. And only Coutet has always been organic growing. And we are located on a high point. That's the very important things of Coutet, the most important things, uh, characteristic of my family estate. I remember when we were driving up to the estate and I looked over to the right, I could see the high point. And then also, it looked like it was a limestone. So can you tell us a little bit about the uh, uniqueness of the, the limestone yes, yes, of and course. the terroir? Uh, actually, Saint-Emilion, Saint-Emilion Vineyard, this is 10% of limestone, like a small hill. Everywhere around the limestone, this is 80% mm -hmm. of, enfin, uh, 70% of a sandy flat part. And between the sandy flat part and the limestone rock, we have uh, 20 meters high and the slope is clay. So 80% of sand, so 75-80% of sand, 10% of limestone and around 10% of clay between sand and limestone. And my family estate is located at the border of the three different soils. So 30% of the estate is located on the sandy part, 20% on the clay slope and 50% on the limestone rock. And the estate is like a circle form. 
that's the very important characteristic. And the center of the estate is inside the limestone. So three soils. That's a mm-hmm. kind of a family signature because our wine are coming from three soils, four grapes. So the wine we do is a blended wine because of the grape varieties that's common in Bordeaux area, but also because of the different soils we use to grow the grapes. So, so the family signature, our technical identity is one wine coming from three, uh, four grapes and three soils. So uh, to give our listeners an, an idea of uh, yes. how large it is, is it one property uh, connected? And, and if not, or is there uh, more than uh, one property? Uh, hectares. And how is, large uh, is it? Almost 17 hectares, so 34 acres, but exactly... 16.8 hectares, but 25% of the total area is without vineyard. So 12 hectares with vines and 4.8 hectares without. Without because most of the family members, of, of my family members, are still living in the family estate. My parents don't work. They never work with us. They have other job, but they live here. Also, the family employees since many generations, my grandparents, my cousin, my uncle, my auntie. This is like a family village. And as most of my family members still live in the family estate, mm-hmm. we need to enjoy our life. And what is life? Not only vineyard. We like vineyard because we need to, to, to do the wine, but mm-hmm. we also need to enjoy our life. And what is life? Bird, animals, plants, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. That's why 25% is without vineyard, but we will never plant mm-hmm. vines in, in those four hectares. Remember when I went to the estate, there was this uh, flat area, and I could see some grass, and as it was in uh, November, it was kind of cold, so uh, we could not see uh, so many of the, uh, the flora and the fauna. Could you tell us unique or rare animals or plants that are there that maybe we did not see uh, during the winter or we cannot see during the pandemic. It's famous in France because of the wine, but we are maybe not more, but almost more famous because of plants and animals. And the reason is we are one of the last organic place forever, uh, probably in France. So we still have a lot of strangers and rare animals and plants. And my great-great-grandfather and my great-grandfather were very, very famous um, bird specialists. And all their life, they were studying bird migration and they were coaching birds using big nets to know better the bird life and the, migra- and the bird migration. And today, there are 20 birds in the world who get our family name because they were discovered by my ancestors and some of them also in Coutet. So, the naturalism, I don't know if it is English, well, so the naturalism is a family hobby, and we, mm-hmm. since uh, centuries, yeah. not centuries, but uh, years and years, we do ecological survey with specialists, and we try to know what is able to grow in our field, and what is not able to grow. So, we welcome maybe 20 times per year, specialists, students, and they come in Coutet because they want to discover what they can find. So now I can sure in Coutet we still have very rare kind of newts. 
so the newts, um, uh, newts, this is between a salamander and a baby frog. This is uh, Tritonus helveticus. Uh, this is a Latin name. This is a special kind yeah. of newts who yeah. is almost dead in the world and we still have a thousand and thousand in Kutet, but also hills, many hills, uh, and shrimps also, shrimps in the vineyard and shrimps. This is a very small shrimp, maybe two centimeters two centimeters big, and this is a very famous symbol of the non-polluted places area. But mm -hmm. also um, some uh, rare cane uh, varieties of uh, uh, tulips. We still have two tulips and one cane of gladiola. And those plants, those flowers, they were bringing by the Romans 2,000 years ago when they came in Bordeaux area, when they have been started to develop the wine uh, industry, the wine business. And those plants are, are from the Puglia. Puglia is the south part of Italia, from the Roman part. And those, those plants are still able to grow in Coutet. And we welcome a lot of specialists because they only want to take pictures of those rare tulips. The Latin name, Tulipa sylvestris, This one is located in four vineyards in southwest part of France, and also Tulipa radii. And this one was, uh, in the French book, it's dead in France, but not in Coutet, because scientists discovered it again. It was maybe 10 years ago in our field, and we still have between 80 and maybe 150 plants per year who are still able to grow. And the Byzantine gladiolas, this is also a very rare flower from uh, Pula, south part of Italy, still growing in Coutet, but is maybe more of a thousand, two thousand plants per year. This is the most symbolic plants. But an interesting thing also is okay. about the ecological survey we still do. We trap each spring and summer uh, bats and snakes, but also butterflies. And actually, we trap those animals with uh, scientists because the scientists want to know mm -hmm. the quantity of those animals we still have because Coutet is a special place because we never use pesticides. And we do bat trap maybe three times per year. And the snake, is, 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 uh, we have uh, 25 snakes trap. And each day, we have to uh, check the trap, take a picture, and send the picture of the snakes to laboratories. This is things we like to do. In, in addition to the flora and fauna that we can see that's above the surface, I think some investigation below the ground looking at soil and um, some agronomists or soil scientists studying the microbes uh, yes. specimens um, as well. This is a geological reason. Um, Coutet is located at the first uh, slope when we come from Atlantic Ocean, so the west side. And we are actually the last slope when we come from the middle of France of Massif Central, the big mountain. Because between the bottom part of Coutet and the highest part, we have 22 meters high. And between the bottom part of Coutet and the Atlantic Ocean level, we only have 50 meters. So because of the um, uh, height difference, we have a lot of wind coming from the north and going to the south. So this is a very important migration way for anything. Bird, plants, but also a lot of newts and shrimps, because when they are baby, like eggs, the eggs are uh, pasted on the legs of the seabird. And when the seabird follows this way for migration, when they stop in Coutet in the lakes, the eggs of the baby animals are free. Um, because the water is not polluted, they can survive. That's why uh, big fauna and a lot of flowers. That's the reason. And, and we call this kind of biotope the Mediterranean belt ah, okay. of Saint-Emilion. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Because of the wind way, 
we, we have a lot of flowers and plants from a Mediterranean part because of the wind. And Kutet is located on this corridor. It's not really a valley. It's almost like an amphitheater that traps both of those influences. Am I, am I picturing that correctly? That it, it, it's just the way that the land is positioned and you have exactly. this jungle. Because Dordogne River is also near from our estate. And as the water in the river is colder, mm-hmm. as the temperature in the air, we have depression. So a lot of wind uppers the river. And when the two wind waves meet, it makes a pump, special pump for wind. A lot of animals and plants use this pump for migration. Uh, thanks. Thanks very much for uh, uh, bringing us up to speed on uh, the different flora and fauna and activities at, at the property. So we'll switch gears now and talk about the grapes. Boucher, historical name yeah. of the special Cabernet Franc, who grow mm-hmm. in Saint-Emilion. Actually, we use different kind of Cabernet Franc. And the ah. Cabernet Franc from Saint-Emilion's okay. name is Boucher. Okay. The Merlot we grow in Coutet is not a common Merlot. This is a red-tailed Merlot. Um, Malbec we grow is not the Malbec name, but the Presac name. Because when we want to plant a new field, mm-hmm. we don't buy clone in a nursery, but we, could, we do a kind of a muscle selection. It means when we want to plant a new field, we select the strongest branches mm-hmm. in the rows in winter when we prune the vines. And those branches, we kill them, we graft them on the good rootstock, and we do the future baby plants. And that's our most important uh, specificity in Coutet. Because 80% of the grape varieties we plant and we grow are coming from Coutet and not laboratories. So when they were not selected by laboratories, but by my family ancestors' A's. And today, my cousin and I A's. And that's very important. Because today, the grape varieties most of the winemakers grow are selected by laboratories, by laboratories because of three reasons. Because the grapes are bigger, the grapes can be ripe faster, and the grapes are all growing at, uh, near from the trunk. Mm-hmm. The grapes we still grow are not like that. And it explains most of the things. First, the position, the location of the grapes. Today, the new one grows near from the trunk, so the sap way is shorter. So all the grapes can be ripe at the same time. The grapes we still grow are located everywhere on the plants. Okay. So they are not ripe in the same time. So we lose money because we don't harvest all the grapes, but we win a lot of good, good things. For example, we start harvest, harvest in September. The grapes who are growing far from the trunk because of the sapway are ripe in November. So we don't harvest those grapes. But the most important bird migration in France is in November. And all the birds across Coutet in November and they can feed, feed themselves because of the grapes located far from the trunk. And we win a lot of biodiversity and more the biodiversity is important, more we have different animals and plants and life. And this is better for the equilibrium and the perinity of our vineyard. The second reason is bigger grapes. If the grapes are bigger, there is more juice. If there is more juice, there is more wine. So there is more money. But the problem is the perfect maceration is, for example, 80% of seed and skin, uh, of a juice and 20% of seed and skin floating in the juice. And this is a good maceration. With the new grapes, we have more juice, so less seed and skin. So the maceration process is not good 
as it has to be. So what we do to compense the problem, we use more important press when we do the, the when we press skin and skin, and we do a more important extraction. So the wine is hard to drink. So we need to age it with more new oak barrels. And the problem is all the wines look similar and there is not a lot of differences. With the grapes who are still growing here, following the mass selection, we still have those mm-hmm. small grapes, very small. So we lose money because we don't have a lot of juice, but our maceration process is absolutely perfect and we don't need to press a lot. So we still use a very old hydraulic and vertical press from, from 1940, so almost one century. This is a very old machine, but the process is absolutely perfect. And we don't have to wait two, three, five, ten years before to drink our wine. We can drink it directly because the maceration process was almost perfect. That's very important. Uh, three reasons. First, the grapes are bigger. Second reason is the grapes grow on the plant. Yeah. Yes. And also about the maturity. That's mm-hmm. very important. Do you remember what happened in 2017 in Bordeaux area? Maybe not. The frost came just before flowering at the middle of spring. And the frost, it was a disaster. It was 23 April came because of a very cold night. Mm -hmm. And Bordeaux vineyard uh, lost uh, 45% of the grapes. And Saint-Emilion vineyard, 90% of the grapes. It was horrible. And in Coutet, we did the biggest harvest we did since half centuries. Why? And most of my neighbors, almost all of them, lost 100% of the grapes, and we did the best harvest since half, half centuries. Why? That's a good question. Not because we are stronger, not because our soil is better, not because we have trees, not because of the height, but because of the grape varieties we still grow. That's the big difference with our neighborhood. We still grow the historical grape varieties, not selected by laboratories, so in our grape varieties, we still have a DNA memory. And that's very important because the red-tailed Merlot we still grow is almost 1,000 years old. The Bouchette and the Pressac are two and a half centuries old. So those grape varieties remember climatic, possible climatic accidents like frost in April. This is very rare. One times per 10 years, for example, per 20 years, but sometimes it happens. And to protect themselves, our grape varieties are a little, a little bit late mm-hmm. about the maturity. So at the end of April months or beginning of May months, everywhere in France, the branches are maybe 30 centimeters with 10, 20 leaves. Coutet branches are 5 centimeters with 2, 3 leaves. So we are really less sensitive uh, against the frost. We want to, to use the, 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 the knowledge from the past. And actually, we want to do the pairing with the knowledge from our ancestors and the new technology. And my own philosophy is we can use a lot of uh, things from before. We don't have to be very modern because we have to be modern. And I don't want to prove my wine, to prove my wine is a good wine because we use new technology. I, I, I don't agree with that. We do very good wine because we, we do it by a traditional way. And our wine is good after two years and we can keep it until 50, 60 years for the best vintages. Why? Because our family cellar, we still have a dirt soil. That's very important. All the architects who visit Coutet, most of them say, this, oh, you have to change, you have to change, you are not modern. But if we don't have disease, if we don't have organic, organoleptic problems, if we don't have bretanomyces, 
It is because our cellar is a traditional one. It is not a dirty mm -hmm. cellar. It is a traditional cellar. We clean all the machine every time we use. I am speaking about the pump, the press, the vat, all the machines. But we never clean the roof. We never clean the hole because we need an equilibrium in the bacteria's life. That's very important. And our winery is the inverse of what happened in an hospital. For example, in an hospital, we will use a lot of aseptic product each day, so we will kill all disease, all virus, all bacteria. But sometimes, a bad population of virus, of bacteria, is able to win against the aseptic product. So what happens? There is no concurrence, so the bad population of bacteria uh, bacteria improve a lot. We go to the hospital for a small problem on the leg and go back at home with a nosocomial disease. In our winery, that's the inverse of that. We still have thousands and thousands, maybe millions and millions of bacteria fighting each day for concurrence located on the hole and the roof. So we don't have biggest population, so we have a perfect equilibrium. Never disease, never organoleptic problem, never bretanomyces. That's the same concept for the bacteria we use for malolactic process and the yeast we use for uh, alcoholic fermentation process. We don't add bacteria, we don't add yeast. The, this is indigenous yeast still located on the skin of the grape because we don't use chemicals in the vineyard. The yeast are naturally located on the skin of the grapes and if we use chemicals, the chemicals kill them. It's not the goal of chemicals, but it kills them. So the alcoholic fermentation process starts by uh, itself. We don't have to add some things. And for the malolactic process, it is the bacteria still located in the winery because we have this uh, equilibrium in the bacteria's life. And we have the good quantity of malolactic bac of, um, uh, malic bacteria we don't have to add in the vats. That, in my opinion, the best way. And there is also another thing. Because uh, I forgot to say it, but the winery we use to transform the, 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 the grapes juice in wine, half part is from two centuries ago and half part is from four centuries ago. That's why the soil is still dirt. But there is another thing. Today, all the scientists said on the future, in 30 years, 40 years, the temperature will be maybe three, four degrees more than today. So the, yeah. the weather in Bordeaux area will be the same weather like in south part of Spain, like a desert. And all the winemakers in Bordeaux are very afraid. What can we do? We have to change the grape varieties, but uh, if Bordeaux is famous, it is also because of the old grape varieties we still grow. So what can we do? My philosophy, my opinion is we have to make a coutet like an oasis in the desert. That's why we still have also 25% of the total area without vineyard, but with trees. Like that, trees will help us to mm -hmm. keep a colder temperature. And inside the winery, I don't want to destroy my winery. Because of this special equilibrium, if one day virus will come, like coronavirus, but not for human, but for grape varieties or for wine. If we have something like that, I won't be affected. Because in my winery, I have thousands and thousands bacteria still fighting. So a big concurrence, no biggest population. So the virus won't affect my wine. That's why I don't want to change my wineries. But, okay, so we want yeah, to, yeah, to keep the winery clear. like that to protect us against hypothetic disease in the future, like Corona for wines. Yeah, so they will continue to fight or compete amongst themselves. And as this, the equilibrium, equilibrium just changes. When we had, 
yeast and bacteria in the vat to start the uh, chemical process. Many times, the process don't start. Sometimes, when we had bacteria for the malaractic process, we have to wait two, three, four, five months. Here, we had nothing after one month is finished. We harvest half of September, beginning of November, the wine is ready. Not ready to be drinking, but ready to be aged. After one month, because of the indigenous yeast and the uh, white bacteria. So I don't want to change. In Saint-Emilion, we have a lot of famous chateaux. They do expensive wine, and how they prove my wine is good. Because it is expensive? Maybe. But also because they use a lot of new technology, so they can say, that if I use new technology and very expensive one, so my wine is good. So the price is expensive. I want to do inverse. For example, we do a special wine without technology, and I want to compete my neighbor. And my neighbor are the most famous chateau in the world. Mm-hmm. During harvest, when the harvester pick up the grapes, after we have to select the different um, grape varieties to do the first wine, the second wine, and the bad grapes. They use kind of a salting table, but with a laser. This machine, the price of this machine is 1,025,000 euros. I don't use this machine. I prefer to use 70 workers. So when we want to do 3,000 bottles of Demoiselle wine, so so special wine we do, 3,000 bottles with the machine, we need one hour. Mm -hmm. With humans, we need three days, 70%. But the quality of my wine, I'm sure, is absolutely perfect. And we don't use machine, but humans. And we do after blind tasting and competition. And often, I win my neighbors without the new technology. Is it difficult to find people to, to come to your place for those days and organize that? And uh, Actually, we are lucky because we are still a family estate. A, a, a lot of uh, members of my family are still living here. So for us, it's maybe more uh, easy than others to find workers. For example, when we do harvest, we need uh, 45 workers uh, during uh, two weeks. And uh, during three days, we have to be 70 for the special wine we do. So we have to find a lot of different employees, but it's not easy to find. So the way we use is uh, everybody join the family and stay and sleep and eat with us during two mm-hmm. weeks, sometimes two weeks and a half. My family winery is becoming a small village. Mm-hmm. Everybody sleep, sleep uh, under tent in the big, uh, in, in the park. Uh, and we try to help them to feel comfortable like at home. So I, uh, we do big lunch, dinner and breakfast, uh, 50 people per lunch. <laughs> it's a lot of people. So we do a family cook. Um, the workers are coming from almost everywhere. The biggest we did was uh, 18 different nationalities. And all of them are friends of me or my sister, of my cousin or my grandmother. Uh, like that, uh, they feel uh, very comfortable. We open a half pallet, so it is 300 bottles of wine <laughs> during two weeks, so everybody enjoy also. We do a big fire during uh, almost two weeks. <laughs> we ask them to, to do not a light work, but we ask them to work slowly. We don't ask them to be fast as, as fast as they can. If we don't use machine, it is because we need the good workers. So they have to uh, feel happy. If they feel happy, they do a great job. And I'm sure we win money by this way, instead of using machine of uh, bad workers. What I say, bad workers, this is 
workers who come at uh, eight in the morning and go back at home at five. And their unique goal of the day is to uh, finish to work as soon as possible. And the money at the end of the day, we don't want that. The workers who join us don't come for the salaries. Of course, we paid everybody. But the most important reason why they come is tradition, wine, party. And by this way, we do, I'm sure, a good job. Uh, very funny things. I have been a few times in US to visit yeah. my customers and to do some uh, wine show. And uh, three times I became uh, friends with uh, Americans and they visited me for harvest in France. <laughs> three times. That's very funny. And there is a couple of a plane pilot from Oklahoma City. Uh, two yeah. times they yeah. visited me only for harvest. Uh, because they want to join us for harvest. <laughs> so it's a, it's a funny time. Could you tell us a little bit, uh, you mentioned earlier the yes, wines, yes. the other wines um, as well. So. I told you this is three soils and four grape varieties. The most important wine we do is Chateau Coutet, so the name of the estate. And this is something like 50,000 bottles per year. After we do another wine, this is the second label, only for 5,000 bottles, Belsim wine. Belsim wine, and this is a wine we do with the youngest plant, so the youngest field. So this wine, we don't do it each year, but sometimes, when we have young plants. Coutet, 45, 50,000 bottles per year, the average age of the plant is 42 years old. Belsim, this is until 15 years old. Before 15, Belsim. After 15, we blend with Coutet. And Belsim, this is a wine we sell only in Coutet because we don't produce it each year. Coutet, we export it in 27 countries on two years. The most important one is, of course, France. The second one is America. And the third one between Germany, uh, Norway, and Japan. It changed. This is the three important market for us. And the last wine we do, so not Belsim, not Coutet, this is Demoiselle, okay. the special wine I was speaking about. Mm-hmm. This is a wine we do almost as my ancestor did two and a half centuries ago. Mm-hmm. And this is a special wine we do since 2014 with vines 85 years old today. So the oldest plant of vines we have, we keep them for this special wine. And we do this wine since six years. And we do it, it was a challenge, because my uncle found in the family cellar, it was 30 years ago, a special bottle still full with a glass topper instead of a normal cork. Uh, actually, this bottle is probably the oldest bottle of Bordeaux wine in the world and one of the oldest still full in the, in the full world, more than two and a half centuries. Following almost the same way my ancestors yule two and a half centuries ago. So it means with no gas, no electricity, same grape, same grape varieties, same soil. And my goal is also nobody can compete me. I don't want competition. Because if we want to do it with the same soil and the same grape varieties, almost only my estate is able to do. Because we have to mm-hmm. be organic forever, located on a high point, and, and we, are, we have to use the same grape varieties as they used before. So I don't have competition. And since 2014, we have been selected two fields located at the highest point of Coutet. And in this part, so on the limestone part, uh, just uh, near my house, at uh, 50 meters from here, in this field, we don't use gas, so no tractors, no machines, only horses and humans okay. since mm-hmm. 2014. And in the winery, we try to do the vinification process without machine, uh, without electricity. 
we don't do it 100%, but 95%. We use a little bit of electricity to warm the vat during malolactic process, to plug the very whole press, but we, need, we still need to plug it. And we do this special wine, but we only do 3,000 mm -hmm. bottle per year. And the average age of the vines of this wine is uh, 85, 86 years old today. It is a small quantity. Very good market for us is Toronto. Toronto in LCBO, we win uh, awards, something like that, and yeah. they really like this wine. And in US, I export it in uh, Chicago, yeah. mm -hmm. a little bit in uh, Dallas, Hawaii, mm -hmm. and I hope soon in, uh, in New York. But not yet in New York, but uh, I hope very soon. But, but our problem today is the new taxes, the new U.S. taxes. Okay, okay. So since I, I had to export this year in, um, in New York, but because of the new taxes, I'm not able yes, to. Yes, yes, yeah. We are waiting for maybe yeah. good news soon, we hope. I, I paid those taxes. It, I was one of the first. It's a very bad news for while, all the winemakers. While we were there, when we returned, I was one of the first, first <laughs> to pay the taxes. So. But we export almost everywhere. Uh, we export in Oklahoma, we export in Texas, mm -hmm. we export in uh, in California, of course, uh, also yeah. in um, in Washington, uh, in uh, mm -hmm. New York upstate, almost everywhere in US. We have uh, four different uh, distributors, uh, Monsieur Touton, uh, but also Heritage Wine Cellar, RNDC, Ernest and Young. So I think it's uh, quite easy to find it in US, yeah. but we are also uh, mm -hmm. able to... To, to, to export directly to the private customers. We, before the, 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 the virus and the virus consequences, we were exported maybe 80 times per year, a parcel of 6, 12 bottles to private visitors in the US. Because until last year, we welcomed a lot of Americans in, in Coutet. And we also do lunch, lunch and dinner. Okay. And often we have to ship to US. It's uh, quite easy for us to do it. Mm -hmm. And the special wine we do in the vineyard, I am in charge, and I am in charge of harvest. So it's a, we do different things. Hi, folks. We had a drop in the call. So quickly, Chateau Coutet is currently undergoing some remodeling during COVID, including updating their room available on Airbnb, cleaning and preparing family heirlooms for the museum, and preserving a historic chapel on the property. In the yeah. bones of tiger, we have doing many things in the same time. Actually, each member of my family is in charge of a box with a special things inside. Mama, actually, now in my house was um, mm -hmm. cleaning and uh, fixing the knives from the from one century ago in Laos and Cambodia, <laughs> bringing by my great-great-grandfather. My neighbor is fixing the Napoleon army gun. My mother is cleaning uh, Fezan. My cousin is uh, fixing wow. the geese and ducks. So everybody yeah. is, is making new things, and we hope to be able to open it maybe spring, I would like. Actually, the museum inside is finished, but now we have to put inside the museum the different things we want to show. So I hope in six months. And the chapel also in same time. Okay. All Because right. the chapel, I don't, I'm not sure you remember, but the chapel and the... Uh, so my ancestor uh, digs the cave, uh, took, uh, makes a stone, builds chapel and a museum, and the museum, we will open it again, for soon. And the chapel, it's a special chapel because the Pope Leon XIII consecrated it in 1892 and now we are also fixing the chapel and my goal is to open both chapel mm -hmm. and museum 
it's very near, maybe 20, 20 meters uh, between the two buildings in the same time. Okay. I hope. We cross the finger. Thanks, Adrian. I look forward to return visit to Chateau Coutet in late 2021. Check out the links in the show notes to see photos and learn more about the history of Chateau Coutet. Also, there will be a link on how to follow Chateau Coutet on Instagram. I'll be back in a couple of weeks with another episode. Cheers. You've been listening to the Bordeaux Buzz Podcast. Thanks for spending time with us. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please hit subscribe on your favorite podcast player. We'll be back soon with another interview and insights. Take care.